11. You say, Life, from what you tell us, it appears that you are not quite conscious of your surroundings. To us, you seem extremely alert and active. We cannot possibly believe that you are in a kind of hypnotic state which leaves no memory behind. On the contrary, your memory seems excellent. How are we to understand your statement that the world and all it includes does not exist as far as you are concerned? Life answers. It is all a matter of focus. Your mind is focused in the world. Mine is focused in reality. It is like the moon in daylight. When the sun shines, the moon is hardly visible. Or watch how you take your food. As long as it is in your mouth, you are conscious of it. Once swallowed, it does not concern you any longer. It would be troublesome to have it constantly in mind until it is eliminated. The mind should be in abeyance when possible. Incessant activity is a morbid state. The universe works by itself. That I know. What else do I need to know? You say, so a wise person knows what they are doing only when they turn their mind to it, otherwise they just act without being concerned. Life says, the average human animal is not conscious of their body as such, they are conscious of their sensations, feelings and thoughts. Even these states, once wisdom sets in, move away from the centre of consciousness and are more likely to happen spontaneously and effortlessly. You ask, what then is in the centre of consciousness? Life answers, that which cannot be given name and form, for it is without quality and beyond consciousness. You may say it is a point in consciousness which is beyond consciousness, like... A hole in the paper is both in the paper and yet not of paper. So is the supreme state in the very centre of consciousness and yet beyond consciousness. It is as if an opening in the mind through which the mind is flooded with light. The opening is not even the light. It is just an opening. You say... An opening is just void, absence. Life says, quite so. From the mind's point of view, it is but an opening for the light of awareness to enter the mental space. By itself, the light can only be compared to a solid, dense, rock-like, homogenous and changeless mass of pure awareness, free from the mental patterns of name and form. You ask, is there any connection between this mental space and supreme wisdom? Life answers, supreme wisdom gives existence to the mind. The mind gives existence to the body. You ask, and what lies beyond? Life answers, let's look at an an example. A venerable yogi, a master in the art of longevity, comes to teach me his art. I fully respect and sincerely admire his achievements, yet all I can tell him is... Of what use is longevity to me? I am beyond time. However long a life may be, it is but a moment and a dream. In the same way, I am 
beyond all attributes. They appear and disappear in my light, but cannot describe me. The universe is all names and forms based on qualities and their differences, while I am beyond. The world is there because I am, but I am not the world. You say, but you are living in the world. Life answers, well, that's what you say. I know there is a world which includes this body and this mind, but I do not consider them to be more mine than other minds and bodies. They are there in time and space, but I am timeless and spaceless. You say, but since all exists by your light, are you not the creator of the world? Life answers, I am neither the potentiality nor the actualization nor the actuality of things. In my light, they come and go as the specks of dust dancing in the sunbeam. The light illuminates the specks, but does not depend on them, nor can it be said to create them. It cannot even be said to know them. You say, I am asking you a question and you are answering. Are you conscious of the question and the answer? Life answers, in reality, I am neither hearing nor answering. In the world of events, the question happens and the answer happens. Nothing happens to me. Everything just happens. You say, and so you are the witness? Life answers, what does witness mean? Mere knowledge. It rained, and now the rain is over. I did not get wet. I know it rained, but I am not affected. I just witnessed the rain. You say, So the fully realized, wise human animal, spontaneously abiding in the supreme state of non-duality, appears to eat, drink, and so on, Are they aware of it or not? Life answers, that in which consciousness happens, the universal consciousness or mind, we call the ether of consciousness. All the objects of consciousness form the universe. What is beyond both, supporting both, is the supreme state of wisdom, a state of utter stillness and silence. Whoever goes there disappears. It is unreachable by words or mind. You may call it God or the absolute or the ultimate or supreme reality, but these are names given by the mind. Whatever you call it, this is the nameless, contentless, effortless and spontaneous state beyond being and not being. You say, but does does one remain conscious in this state? Life answers, as the universe is the body of the mind, so is consciousness the body of this supreme state. It is not conscious, but it gives rise to consciousness. You say, in my daily actions, much goes by habit automatically. I am aware of the general purpose, but not of each movement in detail. As my consciousness broadens and deepens, details tend to recede, leaving me free for the general trends. Does not the same happen to a wise person, but maybe more so? Life says, on the level of consciousness, yes. In the supreme state, no. This state is entirely one and indivisible, a single solid block of reality. The only way of knowing it 
is to be it. The mind cannot reach it. To perceive it does not need the senses. To know it does not need the mind. You say, so that is how God runs the world. Life says, God is not running the world. You say, then who is doing it? Life says nobody. All of it happens by itself. You are asking the question and you are supplying the answer. And you know the answer when you ask the question. All is a play in consciousness. All divisions are illusory. You can know the false only. The true you must yourself be. You say, there is the witness consciousness and there is the witnessing consciousness. Is the second, the witnessing consciousness, is that the supreme one? Life says, there are the two, the person and the witness, the observer. When you see them as one and go beyond, you're in what we might call the non-dual, supremely wise state. It is not perceivable because it is what makes perception possible. It is beyond being and not being. It is neither the mirror nor the image in the mirror. It is what is the timeless reality, unbelievably hard and solid. You say, so the wise person, are they the witness or part of the supreme or absolute state? Life says they are part of the supreme, of course, but they can also be viewed as the universal witness. You say, but they remain a person? Life answers, when you believe yourself to be a person, you see people everywhere. In reality, there are no people per se, only threads of memories and habits. At the moment of realization, the person ceases. Your identity remains, but identity is not a person. It is inherent in the reality itself. The person has no being in itself. It is a reflection in the mind of a witness, the I am of consciousness, which again is a mode of being. You ask, might we call that supreme consciousness? Life answers, it is neither conscious nor unconscious. I am telling you this from experience. It is rather the unself-conscious knowledge of life itself. You ask, is it uh, the vitality, the energy of life, livingness? Life answers, energy comes first, for everything is a form of energy. Consciousness is much differentiated in the waking state less so in dream, still less in sleep. Beyond is the inexpressible monolithic reality, the abode of, let us say, the wise one. You say, I have cut my hand, it healed. By what power did it heal? Life says, by the power of life. You say, what is that power? Life says, it is consciousness, all is conscious. You say, what is the source of consciousness? Life says, consciousness itself is the source of everything. You say, can there be life without consciousness? Life says, no, nor consciousness without life. They are both one. But in reality, only this ultimate consciousness is. The rest is a matter of name, the mind's labeling of existence, and form, the way it shapes our lives. And as long as you cling to the idea that only what has name and shape exists, this supreme consciousness will appear to you non-existing. When you understand that names and shapes are hollow shells without any content whatsoever, and what is real is nameless and formless, pure energy of life 
and light of consciousness. You will be at peace, immersed in the deep silence of reality. You say, if time and space are mere illusions and you are beyond these, please tell me, what is the weather in New York? Is it hot or raining there? Life answers, how can I tell you? Such things need special training or just travelling to New York. I may be quite certain that I am beyond time and space and yet unable to locate myself at will at some point of time and space. I have just heard of New York. To me it is a word. Why should I know more than the word conveys? Every atom may be a universe as complex as ours. Must I know them all? I mean, I can if I train, but must I? You say, in putting the question about whether in New York, where did I make the mistake? Life answers, the world and the mind are states of being. Consciousness is not really a state. It pervades all states, but it is not a state of something else. It is entirely uncaused, independent, complete in itself, beyond time and space, mind and matter. You ask, by what sign or signs do you recognize it? Life says, that's the point, that it leaves no traces. There is nothing to recognize it by. It must be seen. It must be experienced directly by giving up all search for signs and approaches. When all names and forms have been given up, the real is with us. We need not seek it. Plurality and diversity are the play of the mind only. Reality, reality is one. You say, if reality leaves no evidence, there is no speaking about it. Life says, it is, it cannot be denied, it is, it is deep and dark, mystery beyond mystery, but it is, while all else merely happens. You ask, Is it the unknown? Life says, it is beyond both the known and the unknown, but I would rather call it the known than the unknown, for whenever something is known, it is the real that is known. You ask, is silence an attribute of the real? Life answers, this too is of the mind. All states and conditions are of the mind. You say, what is the place of um, meditative focus, which we might call samadhi? Life answers, not making use of one's consciousness is samadhi. You just leave your mind alone. You want nothing, neither from your body nor from your mind.